I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The 11 to 1 show. Last May, my next guest's world came crashing down as after a seizure which caused temporary memory loss eventually led to the devastating diagnosis that there was a lesion on her brain. She was diagnosed with terminal brain cancer, glioblastoma multiforme, an aggressive, most malignant form of brain cancer known as the Terminator. However, after successful brain surgery, 100% of the tumour was removed, but due to the aggressive, unrelenting nature of this cancer, microscopic cancer cells will result in recurrence. Sadly, there's no known scientific cure for this devastating illness. There is, however, a revolutionary treatment which has seen some success in doubling or even tripling the life expectancies in patients. This groundbreaking treatment is now available privately in the UK, but of course there's huge costs involved. So a GoFundMe and a series of fundraising raisers, including a brilliant comedy night featuring a host of well-known faces, has been organised later this month in the TLT. Joining me now to tell us more about her battle with this cancer is Tracy Verbalis and her lovely husband Daniel is with her as well how are you getting on guys thank you so much for for coming into studio thank you thanks for having us good to be here tracy so tell me how are you feeling today yeah i feel i feel good um i feel good most days thankfully um occasionally i feel a bit overwhelmed by it all but but generally um positive mindset so it just keeps me going so yeah pretty good today good good and let me know because we've got air going yeah. and everything here in the studio so let me go know if you need anything there okay uh, so take us back to May 22nd mm. uh, like had you been feeling ill prior in the lead up to this or was this like a bolt from the blue so it was that yeah it was a complete surprise it was actually the week before my little boy's birthday we were shopping for his toys and uh when we got home I sort of forgot my name I couldn't use the key to the front door and and Daniel got a little bit concerned, so well, called. I didn't know what was going on. Didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so yeah, we called. He called the um, the ambulance who who got me checked out and suggested we go straight to to Southmead Hospital in Bristol, where we were living at the time. Um, so when I got there, they they just kept me in for observation. They didn't really suspect anything too unusual, um, and I was kept in for about a week. the The following Friday, which was actually Oliver's birthday, I had a massive seizure in the hospital, and because of that, they did some CT scans and um, an MRI scan, and that's when they discovered there was something on my brain. So yeah, completely out of blue, felt fine. I'd always suffered from headaches since I was a child, but it wasn't. You know, I didn't feel like anything on the day. It was completely yeah. out of the blue. Absolute shock, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I was diagnosed shortly after that, which was a couple of days in May. And uh, they, they said it was the, the glioblastoma, something that I'd never even heard of before. You know, you hear of brain tumours and brain cancer and stuff like that. But this was this was probably the worst one that we could have 
we could have heard of, you know. So, yeah, a bit of a shock, bit of a <laughs> to shock, say the least. To say the least, absolutely. Mm. So, Daniel, what was going through your mind, particularly when, you know, she wasn't able to know who she was and the memory loss, that must have been so scary. It was because um, she couldn't remember um, our child's name. She couldn't remember her own name. And I, and I, and I thought that, um, I didn't know what was going on at first. And I, I, you know, the only time I'd ever seen that was with my um, 90-year-old granny who had Alzheimer's. And I thought, that this can't be happening. Um, so yeah, I, I called the ambulance and um, I, I thought that she had a, a mini seizure at that time. I wasn't too sure. I thought perhaps she was having a stroke. Um, so there was a bunch of things going through my head. Um, but yeah, it was very worrying. So when this is discovered and the doctors say that you have something known as the Terminator, mm. I mean, how do you even begin to wrap your head around something like that? I don't think you do. I don't think you, I don't think I ever will, to be honest with you. I mean, I, from, from the moment that I got the diagnosis, you know, I was quite frank with the doctor. I wanted to know what, what's the survival rate because what's the prognosis? And he was quite, I mean, he was quite blunt about it. He said it was 12 to 18, to 18 months. months. And I suppose hearing that, you know, straight away at, at that moment I just decided nah that's not <laughs> I'm not accepting that basically and that's sort of the mindset I've had ever since so even though I know it's there I'm not naive you know um, but I just refuse to accept that and that's just been the way I've, I've lived my life for the last year I guess um, so yeah it, I don't think it's something that anyone would ever be able to just fully accept um, yeah, I, I suppose you could choose to, to just say okay that's it and you can give in but you know you go, I think you go through a, a kind of a bunch of different emotions. You go through kind of despair. You go through kind of denial. <laughs> denial. <laughs> you know. You know yeah. All these emotions, and, and obviously we've got a young son, so we think about him, and uh, you know he's oblivious to it. Hmm. Um, I, I was going to ask: Have you brought this up with him? Has, does he know that mommy is sick, or is he uh, in not, the dark regards? He's not. I mean, I think he obviously children are very perceptive, you know. And he, I think he he could pick up on something. I was in hospital for quite a long time in Bristol, and then I was kept in because of COVID as well, and lots of different things. COVID. Yeah, while I was in while I was in hospital, and then I had to go in for surgery and stuff. So he's fully aware there's something, and I think it did affect him. But we, you know, because I'm actually physically okay and. I'm I'm active and I'm I'm positive and I don't think he needs to go through anything yet until if and when you know otherwise he's 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 happy he's very happy he's very content um, and he's a he's a happy guy from from that kind of thing yeah Yeah. it's difficult until we have to to comprehend what's going on yes exactly it's almost impossible for us to comprehend yeah so you know for a child it'd be almost impossible yeah and Daniel you very much went on sort of a research campaign with regards to this you explored as many options as you possibly could with regards to this because I suppose like Tracy you refused to sort of take the news that this is going to be you know the end as such Yeah, I felt very helpless. I didn't know what to do. There was nothing I could do. So I just started um, buying as many books as I could on the subject. And there aren't that many out there. Um, there's there's people out there like Chris Woolham's uh, is, is um, um, a guy from the UK whose daughter passed away from this illness. And he promotes um, off-label medications and um, different yeah, different protocols and things and like that. Things and and there are some there are some outlier survivors. There's been survivors in the in in, in the US who've survived 10, even 20 years. So I've been reading their books, reading their stories. Mm. I was trying to find patterns of what the, what they were eating, what their diets were, what their off-label drugs that they were taking were, what their daily routines were. And I tried to come up with a protocol for Tracy. So reached out to um, a professor at the at the King's College London, um, Professor Nell Said, and she was doing experiments on, on mice and they were eating um, ketogenic diets. And she was seeing big, um, she was seeing a lot of 
um, positive return mm. from that. But it is frowned upon um, by the NHS it, and this mm. kind of because they're not doing that much research and yeah. brain cancer is is very underfunded um, because it's it's a very rare cancer. Um, so we we got Tracy immediately on the keto diet. Yeah, well, we did it through a nutritionist. So it wasn't yeah. we didn't just blindly go in and just try and do it ourselves. <coughs> we spoke to a nutritionist who's based in Dublin, funny enough, or sorry, in in, in um, Wicklow. And we also did hyperbaric oxygen treatment and starve the brain of oxygen. Yeah, mm. so cancer loves um, dies when there's yeah. no oxygen. Okay, so this is kind of a, another kind of alternative yeah. sort of yeah. side yeah. to things. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so we did everything, and we, you know, we did, we did. Obviously, we had to do the, you know, I had to do the surgery and the, the chemo and the radio and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Yeah. So this was just as as a side thing as well. Um, Keeping fit, keeping healthy. Well, wants to come back, and we're, we're trying yeah. to find, you know, if in any direction it was trying to come back. Yeah. So if it tries to come back through the diet, we, you know, the ketogenic diet, if it tries to come back through oxygen. You do the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. If it tries to come back through the medicines, you do these off-label medicines like metformin, berberine, and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and because you did have the the brain surgery, and mm-hmm. they said a hundred percent of the tumor was removed. I yeah. mean, were they expecting that that would happen, or were they surprised with that level of results? I think they were really pleased. I mean, the the surgeon I had was fantastic, and they actually gave me a specific. Um, it was like an experimental dye that was put in, so they could trace all of the tumor essentially. So when I when I came out of when I woke up, essentially the the doctor came in and said a hundred percent resection. They were really really pleased about it. I was in hospital for probably about two days, then I was w- discharged okay. after brain surgery. Like wow. so, to me yeah. even, I thought that was pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. You know? on what they call the Karnowski scale, which okay, is the fitness level before you go in. So a lot of people who don't score that high, she scored a hundred percent. Yeah, a lot of people who don't score that high will, will stay a lot longer in hospital. Yeah, okay. so she was already fit and healthy beforehand, which really helped. And I was in ketosis when I went into um, surgery as well. So I do think it had an effect. You know, I do think it helped. But I think as well, having the belief that these things are going to work is also really important. And having that mindset that, you know, yeah, it's 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 all going to work um, really helped. And I kind of all this compound interest yeah. of, of all these different things we've been trying. Yeah. And there's there is no there is no kind of research out there that can that can say, oh, um, you know, this everyone person, follows this, this path. Or, yes, yeah. of course. It's there going to be no so research. different isn't for everybody. It? For everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, just to circle back to the mindset, because mm. I think that that's so vitally important mm. and I think it's something that we all should take mm-hmm. on board in, in our own lives. That has really been key for you. Yeah. This keeping of this positive mindset. There must be days though where you're going. <laughs> like I think she could be forgiven, Daniel, for sitting in the corner and, and crying and going, yeah. Why me? How, how do you pull yourself I out don't, of that? Yeah, I mean I of course, yeah. I mean I'm only human. I've had moments of overwhelm and, and well, distress and Yeah, coming home I think's probably been the key for me. You know, I was quite lonely. Uh, you know, when I was over there, my family came over to visit and everything, but it's not the same. And Daniel, you know, suggested, why don't we move back to to Drogheda? And I was like, you know, it was something we always discussed maybe yeah. in the long term. But yeah, so I came home and my mum's here, my sisters are here, my brother's here. And even friends from like a long time ago have sort of reached out and stuff. So it's just, and, and just the support from yeah, everyone in Drogheda is just unreal. You know, we've been so touched that, you know, everyone has really, really come out and just support us in every yeah, way so enough, yeah. that's made a massive difference yeah. and, and, and helps you you know when you see that it kind of gives you the, the sort of will to keep fighting and say yep yeah. we're going to do this yeah, you know so <laughs> absolutely absolutely so talk to me about this new treatment uh, mm. which is done privately in the UK this is something Daniel that, that you actually researched yeah, well, there's a, a treatment. It's a, it's an. Imi- sorry, I just get you to come right oh, into that sorry. microphone there. There you are. Yeah, there's Perfect. an. Imi- it's, it's called immunotherapy. So um, I don't know the specifics too much about it because it is very complex. But there's a new vaccine called DCVAX L, 
um, and there was the the original vaccine was a DC vax, but the new DC vax L has been um, trialed in America for the last twenty years, and these kind of vaccines they take forever to to hit, to hit the market, they take forever to do research, uh, but finally now it's it's managed to reach the UK, but it only reached the UK in November of last year, so it's okay. a really new thing, mm. and they're doing a, a special program um, only for people who who can um, qualify for the program. So Tracy has been. Yeah. Um, to London and she's done the blood test and thankfully she qualifies for it mm. um, so she can go ahead and get it but the problem is it is very expensive it's not on the NHS um, and the reason it's expensive is because the glioblastoma brain cancer is very it's so rare it's not like lung cancer or breast yeah. cancer where there are mm-hmm. so many patients you know the cost of the of the medication can be lower because there's so many people taking it supply and demand um, so unfortunately it is you know super expensive but what they do is is they take uh, um, what they call a lysate from from the tumor itself and they create a vaccine in the lab um, and then they they inject it back into Tracy and and basically her own her own body cells are fighting will be fighting the cancer okay and they've seen a lot of um, good results from it particularly in America there's been a guy that's lived 20 22 years I think there's a guy in the UK as well who who, was part of the the clinical trial trial. yeah and he's He's still going strong yeah Yeah. so I think it, it, it's it's taken the average life expectancy. Uh, if you know if you don't get this uh, vaccine, it's, it's a five percent uh, chance that you'll live five years or more. But with this vaccine, it raises it to about thirteen or fourteen percent. Wow. Okay. Live five years or more. But mm. when they say five years or more, because it's so new, they can't track how long. You of know, course. Yeah. So it could yeah. be really long. So yeah. You know, it could just be the beginning of what they, you know, suggest might be a potential cure. So it's so vital that Tracy gets it soon because it has the best effect after chemotherapy and radiotherapy that Tracy's just finished. Yeah, and especially when you don't have recurrence because I had my first scan, which was clear. I'm due another one now, but, you know, the idea is to get it quick, you know, before before any kind of recurrence, you know, because it's your own own immune system System. fighting your own cancer. So to me, that makes absolute sense, you know. Okay, and we're talking huge money here now. The GoFundMe mm. has been fantastic so far. You've yes. over 125, mm-hmm. is it, thousand or so raised at this stage, which is amazing. Um, so you've, you're on uh, the GoFundMe, but you're also doing something which I just think is a testament <laughs> to you, Tracy. I just think it's amazing. Stand up for Tracy. So we're going to bring laughter into mm. something that is just being like so huge for you, so, so devastating for you, but we're going to bring laughter into it. This is, has to have come from your idea it has to be. Well, I think it was a bit of a joint idea, wasn't it? Because well, Tracy's so positive. You know, she's, she's basically my hero because oh. because she's been so strong. You know, in the face of this, she's been so strong. And laughter is, you know, sometimes the best medicine. Yeah. You know, you've got. You know, what what are you going to do in the face of something like this? You're just going to crumble away, or are you going to fight back? And so Tracy's fighting back. That's what she's doing. And you know, we we do laugh about it. I know it sounds a bit strange, but we do laugh about it sometimes. Mm. And so you know, this just seems, you know you know really I, ideal yeah and like I think it, as well it's just like you know it, for for us as well it is about awareness you know it is my story but it, the, you know it is about raising awareness of glioblastoma and there is a lot of people who who do have it and suffer from various brain tumours and, and I think as well it's just bringing people together and, and letting them 
know about it, but in a happy way, and so not everyone's going to end depressed and <laughs> sad. Yeah. You know? like, well, listen, no better yeah. way. We, let's read up the light up here. We've got our own fantastic Fred Cook from Meath, Joe Rooney from uh, Drogheda is in there as well. Al Porter's in there as well. Uh, Eric Lawler, who I love as well. Aidan McQueen, absolutely brilliant. So they're going to be performing 30th of June in the TLT. Tickets are only 20 quid. To see all those amazing artists, that is fantastic, but it's going to go such a long way for, for you guys. Um, I mean, I think uh, people throw out the word, you know, a lot and it's bandied about a lot, the word inspiring. But my God, mm-hmm. Tracy, you are an inspiring person. You really, really are. And I think you're the de- definition of strength and, and courage. It, it just, it astounds me what, what you're facing. It really, it really does. I, I hope that the money will be raised. I have no doubt it will. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt it will. And that, you know, Tracy will be with us for a long, long time. I know, Daniel, you have a lot of people that you <laughs> want to thank. There. I do, yeah. There's a, yeah. Yeah. Go got, a, huge, a huge list of, of shout outs I'd like to, I'd like to do um, for their support. And, and so, Obviously, everyone at the TLT Theatre, Connor Mohol, uh, Kira Leddy. Um, I'd like to say thank you to um, Beulah Printers for, for printing all the flyers and all the posters. The D Hotel, Goodwins, um, all the comedians for their time and talent. They're doing this for free to, to help Tracy. It's incredible. Um, a big shout out to McHugh's, TP, Alan Cooney, Drogheda Dolls, uh, St. Joseph's, uh, CBS, uh, DCM Learning Team, and all the businesses and individuals who've, who've helped and support us today. We can't name them all. Yeah, there's it, so many. It's a many. bit of an Oscars there's list. so many but, things, but, yeah. uh, They're all stars because yeah. they've been helping us massively. Yeah. Um, and without, without the help of... And the, and and the Gary, Gary Kelly, Kelly Centre, who've been yeah. really good as well. Yeah, and just lots of lots of people that have done like marathons, marathons and climbs and cycles and and, and the event is DJs still happening. and yeah, yeah. The yeah. Still it's really great. Yeah. yeah, that that is tremendous to mm. see, and like that, it's only going to fuel you and keep you going. Yeah. Absolutely, it really will. I wish you all the very very best, Tracy, for for your future, and if no doubt it's going to be a long and, and bright one. I really do, and thank you, Daniel, both of you, so much for joining me today. Thank Thanks, you very Thank, you, thank so much. you so much. That gig, stand up for Tracy, laughing in the face of cancer. It's a comedy gala happening June 30th 8pm in the TLT in Drogheda the GoFundMe for Tracy it's just called Funding for Tracy we will post the link as well up on lmfm.ie and on our Facebook page as well and please anything doesn't matter how small it is anything would be so so appreciated that'll be donated there The 11 to 1 show 